What is up? What is up? We are back. It is February the 2nd, Wednesday of 2022, and we have the Just Joking Podcast. We took off for one beat, if you will, as we, we both had some things to work through. But you know what? We are here. We are live. I am so glad to be back. What's up? I am King. And I'm Joe. And I'm trying to bring the energy, baby. Uh, before we get into our podcast, let's go over the marketing stuff. All right. You will find us streaming across multiple platforms, YouTube and Facebook primarily. Just look up the just, I'm sorry, just Joe King podcast. We will also be putting this out on audio podcasting platform, which I need to get better about doing because the last two episodes I haven't done yet. But we do have the audio version of this as well that goes out to all major podcasting platforms. Look for us by the same damn name. All right, Joe, it's been a while since me and you have linked up like not over like written through you know text or anything yeah. like that i called your spouse today mm -hmm. and i asked her i was gonna call you then i was like wait you know what let me just call her because you're not german she is and uh i wanted to ask for an authentic german place to eat here in frederick she said that she did not have one that she could recommend here but there was one out east that i'm gonna try out yeah. um so yeah so i I don't know and if she course, told you that. <laughs> yeah, and of course, you know, you can get authentic German cuisine here at our place. She so. said that too, man. But I was like, ah, I don't want, you know what I'm saying? Because like, that's, you know, so so I told her, she offered that too. And I said, that is extremely nice of you to do that. I said, I tell you what, I'll look up some stuff. And then I, and then I said, um, I, uh, I buy, she flies, which... Doesn't really apply, but the thought process was, well, I'll get the stuff and bring it over and you can make it, you know? And she was like, you don't even have to do that. Like, I'll just, and she I offered, mean, I was like, wow. I was like, that's extremely, your wife is awesome. I just want to point that out. Yeah, she's pretty cool. She's yeah. awesome. So, but, but I mean, it's not like if she made food for you, like, it's not like we're not going to eat. So we're still getting something out of the deal. You know what I mean? <laughs> we're all getting German cuisine, you know? Exactly. Exactly. So I'm not sure if she had told you that, but, uh, cause it, uh, I think it's been a while since I've called her directly yeah. and she kind of sounded surprised, but I was like, Hey, I want to know from somebody that's German. What's the German spot to eat around here? Yeah. There's a few good places, but I don't know that we have a, we don't have a joint that we frequent. So it's, you know, Gotcha. All right. Well, hey, uh, speaking of pop culture, man, before we get into some of the main news or main things that we've got on our episode today, have you been watching Boba Fett? You mean the Star Wars cinematic universe that Disney Plus is creating? Because <laughs> that's exactly what's going on right now. I feel like it's, um, it's uh, Avengers Infinity War. With the book of Boba Fett and all of the uh, Star Wars characters are coming together and then it's going to be uh, Star Wars Endgame in the next episode of Boba <laughs> Fett. Like, that's exactly what's going on. Like It doesn't even feel like Boba Fett's show anymore, um, which is a good and a bad thing. I love it. I love, love, love what they're doing because they're they're finally exploring stories for different characters and they're tying in 
like the animated shows with the live action shows and they're filling in the gaps between the movies and stuff. It's it's good, man. I'm excited. Yes, yes. As as soon as we get done here, actually, I'm going to go watch yesterday's episode. So I'm not fully caught up yet. As oh, I, 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 okay, good. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah, man. You know, as uh, busy as me and you both are, man, I went and, you know, had my normal work today. And then, look, I don't cook. So I was like, what am I having for dinner today? I went to this Italian spot. And I have to tell you, man, I was not impressed for the price. Like if I'm going to pay premium, I want premium. So I had a glass of red wine. The wine was fantastic. But I mean, you can't jack up wine in a bottle. Um, I also got a lemon pie martini, which, mwah, fantastic. And I ordered, it was um, like a shrimp scampi, which they had these giant shrimp. And I asked if it came with the tail on or off. They said it's typically on, but if we ask them to cut it off, they'll cut it off. So they did. But for a $20 plate, it wasn't a big serving. Mm. And... It didn't taste premium, in my opinion. Like, it was like, okay. Like, I told myself, for the amount and the quality, this is more of a an $11 plate, not 20 bucks, mm. you know? But I like the ambiance of the place that I went to. It was in downtown Frederick called Portos, I think, or something like that. It was my first time going. I've always driven by it and said, I want to try this place out. The ambiance is great. The service was fantastic. I mean, mm. 10 out of 10. But the food, eh, the bread, when it came out, the bread wasn't hot. And I'm just like, mm, mm. yeah, I definitely, I give it a 5 out of 10. I give it a 5 out of 10. And it only gets a 5 out of 10 because of the atmosphere. But, if man, so this is why, for those of y'all who are new to the channel, Joe is married. I am not. By myself, my two drinks plus the food and an appetizer. The lobster bisque was fantastic. That was I, I was like I did it, man. I was licking the bowl in the plate of the lost lobster bisque after I got done. That shit was good, but just for me, my bill was fifty five bucks. Oof, for one just person, for one person, that was the lobster bisque, the martini. The glass of red wine that I got and the shrimp scampi, $55. Mm. So so if I'm going out on a date and let's say it's one of those, you know, I asked the person out, so I'm paying, who knows what they're going to get. But the average price of a meal at that place was 18 bucks, average, right? I think the lowest was like 15 mm -hmm. and I saw as high as like 40 something odd dollars. So that go hey, I make decent money now, man. There was a time where finances was definitely an issue, but to spend that much money, if I was to be going out on a date, now nah, let's go see what this two for twenty at Ruby Tuesdays is talking about. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> so, That's man, with you being a family of four, let me ask you. Are y'all more eating at home or do you guys go out to eat or is it a good mix? So I have this hang up about eating in public. So I don't go out to eat. And and when I say 
I don't. I mean, literally, I don't. Like, not once in a while, once in a blue moon at all. I don't. Um, so we traditionally, we eat at home. Uh, and every once in a while, we'll get fast food. Like, you know, we love pizza. I'm a New Yorker at heart. So, you know, we'll get some pizza every every other week or something like that. Um, but no, we don't typically eat out in public. It takes a lot for me to do that. <laughs> okay. Hey, so, uh, when, is a, funny. when is a pizza a pizza and when is a pizza a pie? It just depends on who you're talking to? I think it depends on how deep the crust is. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Hey, I have to admit, man, I've been all over the world. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know why, because the ingredients are the same typically. But pizza in New York, bro. Oh. It's different. It just hits different, man. Oh. It's so good. <laughs> so good. I don't know why, but it, it it's good. It's, the way it's it's you can fold it. Ah, yeah. It's, I've I had never folded a pizza until I had a pizza at uh, New York. Oh, he's talking. Let me see if I can feel some space. Oh, he's back. <laughs> yeah, so my uh, my personal attendant was listening into us and started saying some shit they weren't supposed to. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, uh, it's it's the it's the ingredients. It's the way it's made. It's the traditions for the different, you know, restaurants that make the pizza in New York, it, it, but it's specifically, it's the water. It's where the materials come from, which I assume most of it probably came from New York, you know, upstate New York, you know, the, the cows and, 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 you know, the, the milk and the yeast and all that shit. Um, I assume it all came from up North, up, up New York way. But I honestly, I honestly believe the water is a big factor. It's a lot of things people don't know about New York water. It's some of the most fluorinated water in the U.S. Hmm. And uh, it's it's just different. It's just different. Okay. All right. I love pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Save here, man. Save here. All right. So for those of y'all who might be new to the podcast, whether it's video or audio, we don't have a certain way that we flow the show okay but we do have different topics and things that we eventually get into and joe typically ends it with a word of the day for your boy i have gotten less than 15 percent of our words of the day right i'm looking at trending that up going forward (laughs) and let me just say joe doesn't put out these he doesn't find words like you know gynoplastomia you know what i'm saying to put out there he uses actual words and the context in which he brings the words up is actually pretty dope as well and that's how we typically close out our show so let's see if we have any comments we do not all right so let's keep it rolling all right joe does not know what we're going to be talking about as while we're a two-man team over here, I think I would more say I'm like the producer, okay? Mm-hmm. But but we do that for a reason. We like to get Joe's un, um, unfiltered thoughts on things or whatnot as we bring these up. So the first thing that I'm going to bring up here is a post on the Reddit, am I the a-hole, okay? And some of these stuff is people asking questions on a public forum like Reddit, and they're crowdsourcing opinions about different things, right? 
it's hard to tell if some of these are actually real or not. But even if they're not real, you can imagine or think of situations that can be, you know, similar or go, huh, what would I do in this situation? And I Mm -hmm. found one the other day that made me go, oh, we don't talk about this. (laughs) So let's bring this up on the screen here. And I'm going to take the comment thing off to make that bigger, the chat overlay. And... I'm going to, you know what, take you and I off the screen, Joe. At least. Man, all that time, I just realized by taking me off like that, you aren't going to be able to hear me. So <laughs> let's do this this way. Man, that was a foul. Hold on. Let's start this again. All right. Boom. There we go. All right. My dying wife asked me if it'd be okay if she had sex with her ex one last time. So the post of this wrote, I can't have this tied to my main but I really need to say something about it and have no one I can tell. So what he means by that is, is on Reddit, you have a Reddit name or whatever. And then people have like throwaway names. Okay. Names that you don't want to be come back to you. Now you can find me on Reddit. It is the actual King Smith. All right. But I do have a throwaway account. (laughs) (laughs) All right. He goes, my wife has a terminal disease. She is projected to live at most nine months. I am, of course, destroyed. We've been together for a decade. I don't remember life without her, and I don't know what I'm going to do when she's gone. I've been doing my best to make the last days of her life good and grant whatever wish that I can. Okay, so based off of the first paragraph, kind of the setup or whatnot, I would assume that this guy might be in his mid 30s because he was saying that they've been married for uh, or they've been together for a decade he didn't necessarily say how long that they were married or if they're oh yeah he said wife yeah yeah so together for a decade so this could have been a young relationship like right out of high school this is what i'm gathering from this joe man how about you yeah this is this is a lot to digest holy shit all I right. read the whole thing already. So. Oh, okay. All right. Well, let's uh, read it for the people, and then we'll get your thoughts at the end. Sure. All right. So to go through, he says, the doctor said that she will likely need a wheelchair in about four to five months. Then by month eight, she'll be bedridden for the last few weeks. That's if she doesn't decline faster. Recently, she sat me down. It told me that one of the, the last things she wanted to do would ha- was have sex with the previous partner of hers. I, of course, was shocked when I asked why the F she wants that. So basically, she thinks that her most physically compatible, satisfying lover was him. Ouch. I don't think I would want to hear that. My ego couldn't do it. It it couldn't do it. Now, here's the thing. I'm not saying I'm like 
the most, you know, knowledgeable, best person that's out there. But to hear that, even if it's the truth, now the truth is not necessarily pretty, but even if it's her truth, that's not something that I think I would say if I was asked (laughs) that question on the reversal. But let's continue. She gave a whole monologue about how sex sometimes is just physical and how emotionally fulfilling sex is with me, but it was BS to get to that point. And I agree with him. I agree with him. He goes, so now I'm left with this. Denying my dying wife a wish for my own ego or let her go smash another man who she feels was better. Honestly, I'm so pissed off and betrayed that she asked this of me. I feel like I'm put in a position where I have to say yes because she's dying. I know what I want to say, but I don't know if that's right. I'm so hurt that sex with an ex was apparently so good that she needs to do this one more time before she dies. I just hate everything about this. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> <This is> awful. <laughs> so, Joe, brother, mm. man. Wow. Where do we even begin with this? I got I got a laundry list of things that are that's wrong with this thing. Start off with number one. <laughs> number one, I don't know what she thought she was accomplishing by telling the person who's going to have to care for her when she can't do anything anymore that sex with them is not as fulfilling physically as it is with her ex. Like, that's like putting a gun in a toddler's hand. Like, that's the worst. I get that she's probably really desperate and looking for, you know the acceptance from her her spouse that this is a, a a dying wish but that's not the kind of wish you wish for you know what i mean like <laughs> the make a wish foundation would even look at you like geez lady really you know uh-huh oh man uh i know what i would do if i was this guy or i yeah it's it's obviously you know the the either the male or just the not lady part of this but um personally i'd say no straight up i mean hands down no um mostly because if 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 sex with with me wasn't fulfilling physically you could have told me this over the last 10 years we've been together and we could have worked on it as a couple you know what i mean help me help you Bingo. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like that's something that could have been talked about over the past decade. Yes. Um, now she's at the end of her life and she's desperate and she's seeing, you know, months ahead of her where it's going to be, you know, torturous and, and, and rough. And that's, that's sad. I, I, I hope that he stays with her and takes care of her until the end. But uh, she didn't exactly uh, buy tickets to the best ride at the end <laughs> you know what i mean like because you know he's gonna be taking care of her but he's gonna god man you know what i mean he's gonna be mumbling the whole time he's gonna be he's gonna be just mad it's not gonna be a, a very good last nine months of this person's life and that that sucks you know what i mean like that's rough 
It is. It is. And I have the same answer as you. I'm saying no. I also am going to look at this a little bit differently. Okay. I think it might have been smart of her to just went and did the shit behind his back. (laughs) And not brought that to the person that is going to be by your bedside at the end of it all. Okay. Anybody who listens to this are going to be like, well, you're just saying that from a male's perspective. And I was like, and I, I would honestly say, I'm saying no. Because if the roles were reversed and I was on my deathbed, I wouldn't be looking to satisfy a physical need. Yes. Like I I I feel like that's that's the most frivolous bullshit thing I, I can think of. Right. You know what I mean? Like go go see the Great Wall of China. Go make love one one time, you know, under the stars and in, in you know, by the fucking pyramids of egypt or some shit do something crazy like that's not gonna damage the one thing that's been good about your life for the last 10 years yes i mean i'm gonna have a laundry list of things that i'm like i got nine months at least three or four of these jokers at a uh, maximum, I know I could be able to walk on my own without having some assistance or a wheelchair. Let me start thinking of some stuff that I want to just do just before left, yeah. I can't. Yeah, and and to to have that on the list where I'm sitting down and I'm thinking, man, you know what? Ah, that one person really put it on me back in 1996, man. And I just I can't get that out of my mind. It's like the Titanic. It's like you have this person that survived the Titanic and you get a movie made out of the whole story. But one of the most iconic things that you can kind of tell from, I think her name was Rose, was that she had this 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 old flame, you know, from the Titanic that she could not get out of her mind several years later. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. I feel for the guy. He is going to turn into a villain mm. when this is all over. This is his origin story, dude. <laughs> this is indeed this guy's origin story, man. This dude's so, going to buy a fucking Camaro and just say, witness me, and just drive off into the night. <laughs> just fucking start just crime spree. I like that. That is going to get clipped. I'm trying to bring some more entertainment value to our podcast as well. And that right there is going to get clipped. I can tell you that right now. Um, So for y'all that are watching or listening, tell us, what would you do? What would you do if this happened to you? We would love to hear that. The easiest way for you to leave your comments is to go to our Facebook page or YouTube and put it down in the comments. Let us know what you would do. I, I, if the roles were reversed, uh, for those of y'all that would say yes, please say why you would why. say yes. Yeah, Absolutely. Elaborate. Elaborate a little bit more. <laughs> so I saw that story, I want to say yesterday, mm-hmm. and I didn't think about it until today as I was coming back from dinner, but I was like, oh, we got to talk about that real quick. We got to talk That's about that because I, because I thought that that was going to be uh, uh, very entertaining. Okay. 
So our next story, and let's cue this up here. And this could have been one of the main stories as well, but I I didn't want to end on something that was kind of heavy. So we're going to talk about Miss USA 2019 and what came out of that. Mm. So the official coroner's report is that it is ruled a suicide, which... Um, anytime something tragic happens, all right, it is definitely something that people will have questions about. By all accounts, publicly and friends and families of hers, there wasn't anything indicating that she would jump to her death, okay? Mm-hmm. And there were people that we were saying she she couldn't have done it. She was bubbly. She was a light in the room by all accounts that even other famous people said that there was something that when she walked into the room, you instantly like knew who she was or wanted to know who she was, not because of her looks, but I'm a friend believer that some people just have that it factor, that aura about them that makes you, even without them saying anything, you just want to know who they are. Yeah. It's a charisma, man. It's a, there's just a thing about them. Yeah. Yep. So, and I apologize if you know the name and how to properly pronounce it, please let me know. I was listening earlier, but Chesley Christ, Chesley Christ. Um, is the person who we're talking about. She jumped to her death from an apartment, right? Um, yeah, a 60-story condo. condo this past Sunday, January 30th. And she was a lawyer, and she also did, like, TV, TV correspondent as well. And as we said, you know, just won Miss USA 2019. Now, I'll admit, I'll admit this, because I don't follow Miss USA like that. I also don't have cable. I did not know who she was before the story broke. Okay. But I say that also to bring out this. You and I have both talked about in one of our prior episodes, our experiences with people that have committed suicide. Okay, so there is definitely, um, you know, something to be discussed here that whether this person was famous or if you knew the person or not, one of the things that you that people are hearing is, man, like a lot. I ain't gonna say a lot because it's really hard to say. I'm going off of my own observations and I could be totally wrong, but she when you hear about suicides or whatnot, you are, you also have a revelation of things that were in that person's life that were extremely negative, like financial problems, relationship problems, um, health reasons or things that, you know, if they leave a note or something, it kind of helps put the pieces of the puzzle together. But in other cases, like, my friend that had committed suicide, you're left with just why. And it mm-hmm. sounds like with her, this was one of the same things. She was just doing interviews and things a couple of days prior. 
And a lot of the people that have given statements or were asked about, you know, her personality, they've all said the same things. They did not see this coming or have an explanation that could go along with that. So I'm going to read this article and then we're going to get into this a little bit more. Okay. So two days after her passing, the official cause of death has been revealed. The New York City Office of Chief Medical Examiner confirmed to E! News that uh, she died by suicide. The 30-year-old beauty queen's cause of death was multiple blunt impact injuries. The lawyer and extra TV correspondent fell from a higher elevation of a 60-story condominium in New York City just after 7 a.m. Sunday, January 30th, and was pronounced dead at the scene. In devastation and great sorrow, we share the passing of our beloved Chesley. And I really apologize if I'm not saying this right. Um, Her family gave in a statement. They continued to say her great light was one that inspired others around the world with her beauty and strength. She cared, she loved, she laughed, and she and she shined. She embodied love and served others, whether through her work as an attorney fighting for social justice, as Miss USA, and as a host on Extra, but most importantly, as a daughter, sister, friend, mentor, and colleague, we know her impact will live on. As we reflect on our loss, the family asked for privacy at this time. Okay, and the article goes on to talk about Many people that knew her that went to pay a tribute to her through uh, social media. Now, were you aware of this story, Joe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've read about it a few days ago, but I didn't see the cause of death and all that stuff. That's that's new to me. It's when you hear something like this. What are your first thoughts? Well, um, whenever people say, oh, they were the light of the, they led up the room, everybody knew them or wanted to know them, you know, they were the center of attention. It immediately brings me back to people like Robin Williams, um, Chester Bennington, you know what I mean? Like they, they were recorded, some of them up hours before their suicide smiling and laughing and having a good time. You just don't know. Like there, there's some telltale signs, but if they don't want you to know, you're not going to know, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And a lot of people who are dealing with mental health stuff, you know, myself included, we do a really good job of pretending we're okay. Yeah. I love that. Um, like we, we, we do our best so that everyone thinks we're okay because we don't, we sometimes feel like we're a burden on others. We we don't want to put what we're feeling on everybody else. We don't want to bother them. So we, we, we hold it all inside. We put a smile on our face and we go about our day like everybody else when we can, you know? Um, so th- there's no way anybody could have known if she didn't want them to, you know? And it's a shame. My thing is, I, I, I imagine she's probably changed a lot of lives with the work that she's done through the pageant, through law, um, you know what I mean? And probably a lot of advocacy she's probably done because of, you know, her connections to those programs and the things that she's done for the legal system. Like, 
she probably did a lot of great things, but sometimes we're chasing that thing that will make us not hurt and, and you can't find it unless you find it in yourself. You know what I mean? So I, I don't know. This one, this one's sad. She's beautiful. She's 30 years old. She had so much life ahead of her and, you know, my thoughts and prayers out to the family and, and how they feel. I, it's not much we can say or do to make anything better, but you know, just it's rough. It's, it's tough, man. It is. It is. And for those of y'all that might be listening to this and not watching, we have up on the screen, the national suicide hotline, 1-800-273-8255, 1-800-273-8255. The national suicide prevention lifeline is a U.S. based suicide prevention network of over 160 crisis centers that provide 24 seven service via a toll free hotline number. It is there to assist anyone in a suicide crisis or emotional distress. Call the number or have that number known to maybe assist somebody who might need help. Um, This story is tragic. I just like, you know, you said, I did not know who she was. When I saw the story, I went and kind of did some reading, watched some clips of people that were talking about her, watched some clips of her as well. And to hear her speak, man, is it, it like it's one of those that you could tell she's very intelligent. She mm-hmm. speaks really well and was an extremely talented individual. So, um, May she rest in peace. May she rest in peace. Let's go to, it's a difficult to transition from a story like that to, you know, something else. But that's why when I was trying to figure out the order of stuff, I was like, you know what, let's, let's talk about this one first and then transition to our main story. If you will. Now, Joe, while I bring this up, let me ask you, what all countries have you been to overseas? Oh, um, name them out or count them out? Uh, give me top three. Top three, Czech Republic, France, Scotland. Yeah, that order. Have you ever used public transportation in those places? Yes. Okay. Was there anything weird or strange about them or something that was different? Just felt different. But it, I, I grew up riding the trains in New York City, so riding the train in another country wasn't anything complicated to me. Okay. What would you say if I told you that in some countries there are women-only passenger cars? Would you say that there was a definite need for it and that it was needed or that it's tragic that we'd have to be in a place where certain countries have women only cars, like passenger train cars? I think on a planet where human trafficking is a problem, I think female only cars are fine. I thought that it was interesting. Now, I 
have lived in Japan. I lived there for three years. They have these public trains as well. And when you're in there, you are neck and neck, depending on the times that you're traveling. I mean, there is no breathing room. You know, I don't know how it is with COVID now, but man, let me tell you, you're packing in there, you know, in those joints. And I was, it was interesting for me to learn that this is prominent in a country like Japan and that they have women only passenger cars. So I'm going to bring up this article and I'm going to bring up why I uh, brought this story up as well. Okay. So women only passenger cars are railways or subway cars intended for women only. They are a result of sexual segregation in some societies, but also a result from attempts to reduce sexual harassment and assault, yeah. such as groping. Mm. Okay, so when I when I read that, it was inspired by this group that I'm in, where people share travel tips and things like that. And one guy said he was heads down on his phone in a South American country and mm. was. You know, just going to the train. He was waiting on the train. Train came. He walked in. He was wondering why it was just quiet all of a sudden and the train wasn't moving. He said the next thing he know, a cop came up to him and was like, hey, you need to get off. And he's like, what did I do wrong? But he was like, being that I was in a different country, I was thinking, what did I do wrong? But I'm like, I ain't asking questions. I'm not about to get hemmed up. Let me address this outside Mm -hmm. so as he walks out of the car then he was told hey you can't be in that train and he asked why (laughs) what he failed to realize was that there were signs you -hmm. know that said you know women and children or women only but as he was heads down in his phone you know he wasn't paying attention to that which that's a whole nother subject in itself Mm -hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. So he said that there wasn't no harm, no foul. He didn't get cited uh, for it or anything like that. But that he was just more embarrassed, if you will, because he had people like looking up at him and the fact that the train didn't move because it was recognized that there was a man or a male and a women only public passenger car. Uh, he just said that it was more embarrassed and he felt like he was disrespectful of this other country's, you know, thing and that he had also never heard of that, you know. So yeah. uh, so he said initially he was kind of like, wait, is this a prank? But then he looked up, saw the signs and was like, oh, <laughs> mm-hmm. so it's more prominent in South American countries. In Asia, in Japan, which I didn't see it when I was in Japan, but apparently around 2015, 2016, mm-hmm. they started to uh, to implement in major cities like Tokyo, women-only carriages that if you can see this photo here, they're also designated certain ways too, so that you can kind of clearly see. Yeah. And uh, in the UAE, there is one as well. And if you enter during the times that they are women only or women and children into one of the designated ones, there is no warning. It is an automatic 
fine of about 27 bucks. Okay, if you accidentally wander into one being heads down into your phone or whatnot. <laughs> and in the and in the UAE, they don't play, they don't give warnings over there. <laughs> no. You break a fine, it is jail and or or if you break a law, there's a jail or fine right then and there. There is no yeah. arguing it. You know, don't do anything stupid. So I saw this man and I went and found this article as well. This article was written in 2016, and it's why I love riding on the women-only car on Del High's Metro. Delhi. So this Delhi, what I say, Del High. Mm-hmm. Let's try that again. <laughs> so it goes. Last week, Germany announced it'll introduce train cars for women and children to provide a secure space for female passengers. You know me. Mm-hmm. My first thought is, does this apply for transgendered? What do you think? Well, first off, we're talking about Germany. They have a very different opinion over uh, gender roles um, than America does. Um, they're a lot more traditional and they are a Christian country. They're not like not like so you got to understand there's things that they do that are different and if you're in that country you live in that country you understand the differences between how they operate and how we operate so us going to them and having a problem with their train is one thing the people living there and having a problem with their train might be a completely different thing so um i don't know that they have that clear like line between um, um, transgendered and and natural born uh, female. That's something I'd need to read up on. But uh, I don't know. I think if they if they had a thing with it, there would be clear information about it. Hmm. And so that. Leads me to ask you a question then by, and this is a question of ignorance. Are you saying that in Germany, they're a lot less okay with transgender or gender fluid identity people? Um, I I can't speak for Germany, but I would assume based on um, what I do know about Germany, that they'd be a little more rigid on accepting uh, that um, because again, they, they have very, and I, and I feel like it's the same with any culture whose language has a male and female uh, enunciation for words um, where they'd be less inclined to accept somebody who used to be one thing and is now another thing because there's very clear or not clear, but very strict or very followed rules or or gender roles within within the foundation of, of, of the country going back, you know, a thousand years or however long those those countries have existed. Um, so it's tough. I, I don't know. Um, but I would assume they'd be a little bit more reluctant or as reluctant as some Americans are in, in, in from what we've seen. You know? Man, 
You know, hmm. Okay, but, that's that's interesting. Yeah. But look this this thing here, like just reading the, the first line of this paragraph, the body language of women in this car feels different. Just the presence of a man around women makes women immediately have to be defensive. That should tell you everything you need to know about why these cards exist, why they should exist, why more countries should probably adopt this practice. Um, women live in fear of men and that is a fucking sad thing and then there's gonna be dudes who are like i don't understand why it's because you're you're a dude you don't understand why mm -hmm. you know what i mean you're you're never going to understand but just because you don't understand doesn't mean it's not happening doesn't mean it's not real for other people you know what i mean like it's called empathy. It's understanding. If a, a loud enough or large enough demographic of people are telling you there's a problem, there's a fucking problem. It doesn't matter that it's not affecting you. It still exists, you know? It's just... Because I know there's probably dudes out there who are like, this is bullshit. They don't have men-only cars. Do, do we fucking really need one? Like, like, you know what I mean? Like, they'll say that, and I'll just be like, really? Do we fucking need one? Ugh. I'm just looking at it from both sides of this, you know, like, yes. And I think, I think being transgendered in this situation isn't really going to matter. If you're a transgender woman, then you're, you ride where a transgender woman would be. If you're a transgender male, you ride where a male would be. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't, there should be no issue. You know what I mean? Nobody's going to ask. Nobody should ask you. You know what I mean? But again, when you take these things into account, you know, everybody wants to say, you know, you have to let the transgender person uh, do that because of how the transgender person feels. But then think about that first line of that sentence. The body language of women in this car feels different. If a man or a transgender man or, you know, somebody who resembles a man walks into that car, every woman in that car will feel different. So I'm not the person who has to make this rule or make this call, but you have to take into account that everybody in the fucking thing feels uncomfortable at the sight of a man. Not because they all live in constant, uh, you know, panicked fear but because in general the presence of a man changes the dynamic of the environment yes so so you gotta take that into account if it's women only it's women only um i don't see why they wouldn't allow transgender women in there shouldn't be an issue but it might be and that's that's where it's like i'm not the person who makes those rules or those calls i'm just saying it's complicated glad i don't have to. it is bro it is yes now you and i well i you know i can't speak for you so let me back this up uh i have seen videos on youtube where somebody will have like a hidden camera and they walk down the streets of new york and they film just them walking not saying a damn thing and getting cat called by 
the males as they're just yeah, walking down the street. I've seen that okay. Too. So there was one of those videos that went viral like that. And I went and I read the comments and people were talking, well, you know, and I, I, I cringe every time I hear this. Mm-hmm. Well, look at how she was dressed. Look at how, you know, she was walking and things like that. So <laughs> the same person decided, okay, let me dress down, if you will. Dress down, mm-hmm. all right, mm-hmm. and walk down the street and see what happens. Like, not, you know, get made up or anything. Let me just exist mm-hmm. <laughs> and walk and record. And she didn't get the frequency of cat calls that she had mm-hmm. when she was wearing a little bit more trendy, uh, fit-to-her-form type mm-hmm. clothes. But she still got cat called by guys for just walking. You're trying to get to your job or from point A to point B and because of your gender and or how you look you have you get the attention of you know people that can see mm-hmm. i am so glad that king does not have that problem <laughs> because it leads to things like this which when i saw that there were women only cars i said you know what great Especially in certain situations and certain, you know, times of the day or whatnot. But the fact that we have to have this, man, it makes me shake my head at certain, because it's not all men, but certain groups or types of men that feel as though they can go up and grope and touch or not get a, you know, a... Shoot your shot, whatever. But if you get turned down, all right, boom, not interested, walk away. Mm. You know, eh, I am the type, and I've said this on this channel as well, I don't shoot my shot. I Not because I'm scared of getting rejected, but I was married, and then I come out of my marriage into the Me Too, you know, thing or whatnot, and I'm just like, hey, I don't know what the line, I, because I don't know what the line is of, hey, if I see somebody and and i'm attracted to him if i go up and just say hi i am legit scared that if it's interpreted wrong Mm -hmm. that i could get in trouble for just merely speaking and saying hi so i'm just like you know what to keep myself from seeing any type of uh unnecessary bad energy around anything like that I just don't. You literally have to come up to me and say, hi, my name is Amber. I saw you from across the room. I think you are attractive and I would like to get to know you. Other than that, and I'm kind of like naive about flirtatious signals as well. Unless you explicitly say that to me, I assume that this is just more cordial and I'm going to keep it moving because you're not going to meet to me. <laughs> well, you're not going to do anything to deserve to be me tooed. <laughs> I and, and, that's the way it works. <laughs> yeah, well, yes, that's the way it works. I have also, and this was one time, only one time that I've seen this, where I had saw somebody approach someone that would that just walked up and said, "Hi, my name is," and I ain't gonna say his name uh, publicly. And the lady turned around and yelled, 
it'll get away from me and and like make this whole scene. Mm. And the person is that like eh, I don't I don't make a habit of rating dudes, but let's just say he was a little bit above average in my opinion, looks wise. But just the fact that she wasn't interested, she could have said that in a way that was more respectful than that. Because he didn't come up with like, hey, shawty, you know, my name is blah, blah, blah. And I think, you know, you got a fat old donkey back there. And, you know, I just like he didn't even say he just came up, said, hi, excuse me. My name is and uh, I saw you and, you know, just wanted to come up and introduce myself. And she just put it, ew, get away, and turn back to her friends. I was like, yo, damn. <laughs> yeah, but you got you to recognize it for what it is. If if you're that dude, you, you know, she's just making, she's just playing like, I don't think she was legitimately, ew, you know what I mean? Like, I think she was just doing that because she didn't want to be bothered. And in that moment, you know, Maybe he read the room wrong and she just wasn't there to meet anybody. That's the thing is in social settings, the assumption is that everybody's out there to meet somebody, but that's not the truth. Some people are just there to hang out with their friends and they don't want people coming up to them and projecting that idea that everybody's there to meet somebody and, you know, hook up or get to know somebody, you know what I mean? So she was kind of right, maybe overreacting a tiny bit, but not wrong, you know what I mean? Maybe it's just me then because I hear you say that and yeah. while I can agree with you, the adult in me goes, why not communicate that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Very yeah, simply said, hey, uh, thank you, but yeah. I'm enjoying time with my friends right now. Uh, please enjoy the rest of your day. She might think, she might think dudes are icky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I get where you're coming from. I think that's a little bit more of a male ego thing when like if if a woman would have done that to me, I would have just been like, all right, you know, whatever. And I would have walked away, you know, because I understand the reaction for what it is, is it's either a, you know, she thought that she wasn't there for any of that and so she wasn't having it and it might have been again a little bit of an overreaction but i understand it for what it is making a loud noise to show you that you know what i mean this is not what she wanted and so yeah walk away but make a scene back or do something you know like saying calling her a name or something like that would be also the wrong response as well yeah it's it's uh, I'm really glad I will never date again. So, hey, d- hey, man, I'm telling you right now, it is a jungle out here. <laughs> it is a jungle out here. I've taken yeah. myself off the market because of a lot of different reasons, but uh, we'll get They're into that. So, yeah. Oh, oh, man, I got some stories for Ugh. you and the people that listen to this podcast. <laughs> Um, so yeah, man, gender only cars, they exist not so much in the U S at least from this article and what I found, but I was just going to say that for now as COVID kind of opened some things back up and you get people that, you know, they've traveled to some of these other places and they see kind of how things might be done. So then they go to city council or whoever, 
you know, does the public safety, public infrastructure stuff, and they introduce something like that. And then next thing you know, we've got that here in certain cities, Baltimore, <laughs> New York, um, you know, <laughs> places like that. <laughs> so that is our last story for today, Joe. Yep. Do you have a wad for us? I always have a word. All right. All right. Let's hear it, man. Today's word is rumbustuous. Rumbustuous? Well, not Jewish. Rumbustious. 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 See, like I've seen this on Final Fantasy. Rumbustious. Okay. Rumbustious. All right. It is, I think it has to do with like combustion, but with a rum. So if you're rumbling something, you are mixing it together versus combust where it explodes. So rumbustious is an adjective that describes mixing things that shouldn't be mixed. Rumbustious. No, no, not even close. Dang it. <laughs> All right. Well, how do you spell it? Okay. R-U-M-B-U-S-T-I-O-U-S. And is it an adjective or an adverb? It's adjective. All right. And what's the definition? Boisterous or unruly? Unruly. And let me see if I spell boisterous right. Boom, I did spell it right. All right. Okay, so I'm going to put this up on the screen here. Rumbustuous, right? No, rumbustious. Rumbustious. I O U S. Like if it was O U S, it'd read differently. It's rumbustious. Okay, rumbustious. Adjective. It means boisterous or unruly. Can you give me an example or a sentence that would use the word, good sir? All the football fans are acting rumbustious over Tom Brady retiring. <laughs> Shout out to Tom Brady and the NFL. Rumbustious. Okay, I like it. Yeah, I've seen this word. I've heard it somewhere before. And I think I told you, like, it's always funny when I hear some words and then I think of conversations that you and I have had in the past and and you'll use a word because it's appropriate and it's part of your your job, right? And I'll just be nodding my head. But in the back of my mind, I'm like, I don't know what the hell that means. <laughs> well, this one is very similar to rambunctious. That's why I like this word because it's a different because rambunctious is easy. That's 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 a word we've heard many times. Rumbustious, we've we've you've never heard it before like it's a very rare word to hear used and i honestly i i think it might actually not even be fully u.s it might be a british word but i liked it when i heard it so i kept it okay all right sounds good but man rum busters last episode's word of the day was august which is the best month in the world as i was born in it eight four eighty four holler at your boy well, hey, man, Joe, this has been another episode of the Just Joking Podcast. Man, I'm glad that the band is back. Yeah. The band is back. We took, like I said, we we record every two weeks live. I shouldn't say we record because it's live. Okay. Yeah. And then we take the audio 
and we download it and we put it on all major podcasting platforms. Okay. So if you like this content, let us know, put it in the description. If you're watching this on YouTube or Facebook, you can shoot us an email at, I don't know the email, but if you write us on Facebook or YouTube, you will find it. Okay. I am going to have the email in the podcast when that gets posted. Joe, text me tonight in about an hour to say, hey, King, put up the podcast on audio. I'm about to go watch Boba Fett. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I said, text, me, text me about that when you're done. All right. Hey, hey guys and everybody out there. Um, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Leave a like, comment, subscribe if you haven't already. And we will be back in two weeks with another episode of the Just Joking Podcast. Peace out.